0: Parababble in.
1: Oh wow, you were right on cue with that one today.
0: Is that going to be the new one? No, that sucks.
1: <laughs> you don't like it? Uh-oh. Didn't feel right for you?
0: We've well, been saying Parababble out, but
1: Parababble in, Parababble on, Parababble on, Parababble on. That's a good tagline. Yeah, that's what on. we do. We babble on and on and on. At least
0: we're introing somewhat rather right. than just being like start talking and explaining absolutely nothing
1: exactly yes mm-hmm. I like Parababylon. Parababalon things yeah. is what we should go with from now on yeah. from took, now
0: on it only took 130 episodes yeah
1: you know we, we found one we liked that one sticks
0: 132 right we'll see I'll forget next time
1: <laughs> maybe maybe not it might really have some uh, catchiness to it yeah yeah we'll see we will see so here we are we're about to talk about some crazy stuff. Aliens are real. Oh, my God. Wow. Okay. That just went right to the point. I love how you always solve whatever we're talking about within the first, like, two minutes of the show. Yes. So just turn us off now. There's no point. Yep.
0: Parabell no. out. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no. So originally, when we were going to talk about this, we talked about doing some research about Travis Walt and... Travis Walton, yep. Fire in and the his, sky. Yeah. Yeah um
0: because i had a dream about him for some reason yes so
1: (laughs) this is so bizarre but it's like maybe this was setting things up so Mm -hmm. you have this dream do you remember your dream
0: not specifically just that it was Travis walton's (laughs) alien abduction thing yep and his story
1: right and we started talking about that we were like we maybe should just do an episode on it yeah but then we couldn't find the book anymore in print ebay had it I have it right, but eBay had it right because yeah. I think we checked Amazon and couldn't get it.
0: It's out of yeah, it's out of out of print.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, and we've actually seen him a couple times at yeah. like. That's where I got his book from. Yeah, him. like Paracon mm-hmm. type things, and we were like, "Yeah, let's do that," and then. Aliens are real. Aliens are real. <laughs> so his story
0: kind of becomes relevant because we know he's right now, and it actually happened. In the exact way that he says it did.
1: Yeah, you think he's just sitting back right now and he's He's like, like, "I've been telling you, I told you, assholes, thirty years ago." (laughs) (laughs) Exactly.
0: (laughs) Hang on. (laughs) Censor.
1: You think he finally? You think he finally feels like real now about things? Like he's finally getting like that justification? Why didn't they ask him to testify at Congress? Because
0: he wasn't an army general or commander or major. I mean, I guess former Navy pilot.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, credentials, 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 right? Mm-hmm. Does it really matter?
0: I think that's why this one is so interesting. This this recent Congress hearing is because it's not like Jim Bob or Bobby Joe from right. from Alabama or West Virginia talking about how they got probed. Yes, this is uh, a well, a, a major in the army, a commander and a former Navy fighter pilot. So pretty legit credentials.
1: And some, like, serious stuff that they're saying for the first time ever that yeah. people are, like, trying to wrap their minds around. So for a long time, people have thought that the government's been keeping secrets. Always. Always, right? Project yep. Blue Book. Like, yeah. how many that Roswell. was in the 50s, right? So It I mean, was the
0: big UFO, UFO boom in the yes. 50s.
1: So it's been a big deal for a long time. And what I thought was really interesting is that this hearing happens, and everyone's just like, who cares? I know. (laughs) Because everyone's just like, yeah, we know all this already. Yeah. Like, just, yeah, okay. Yeah, They're
0: like, yeah, but did you see that guy streaming on TikTok?
1: Right. It, like, barely made any news, which was crazy. So the government's been investigating what was formerly known as UFOs. You
0: know what they're called now?
1: What are they called now?
0: They're called UAPs, which stands for... Unidentified Anomalous Phenomenon.
1: I did hear that. I also heard that it could stand for Unidentified Aerial Phenomenon.
0: (laughs) Gonna get a lot of mileage out of that button today.
1: (laughs) So we're not talking about UFOs anymore. Now we're talking about UAPs. Yeah. And...
0: They got a brand change.
1: Yes, but the criteria is still the same. Anything that is unidentified cannot be easily identified.
0: Yeah. And I heard anomalous phenome- phenomenon. Phenomenon. Anyone that was listening it's immediately just deleted this episode. <laughs> I heard they, call it, they use the word anomalous instead of aerial now because it, uh, it includes both things in the air and in the a- water.
1: And in the water. Okay. So now we're, we're broadening our horizons yeah. now.
0: Now they're looking for Cthulhu, too. In,
1: in <laughs> now they're depths. looking for, you know, mermaids, all kinds of stuff, mm-hmm. right? Everything's. Megalodons. Everything is open yeah. for discussion now. I see. So this hearing happens in front of Congress. Yep, on July 26th. And these three pretty important people testify.
0: Yeah. So it was an attempt to remove the stigma behind reporting these events. Yes,
1: because that's the whole thing. They want more people to come forward because Mm -hmm. only a fraction of what they suspect is out there gets reported. Yep. So there was three
0: people that testified. Um, There was retired Major David Grush. He was formerly part of the Pentagon's UAP Task Force. He had a former Navy pilot named Ryan Graves. And... Also, a retired Navy commander named David Freiber.
1: Yes. Longstanding, good military histories. No history of mental illness.
0: Yeah, pretty high rankings. Yep.
1: So, like, pretty serious as far as, you know, people that yeah. are professional. Pretty legit. Yeah. And, you know. and all three of them are like, aliens are real. Yeah. And we have them. Yeah. And we have the crafts.
0: Well, something's is- One of them did, though, so Major David Grush did.
1: We're reverse engineering everything. Yeah,
0: exactly. He was, uh, like I said, part of the Pentagon's UAP task force, and he has a, well, there was, the Defense Department put a statement out, too, before all this, I should say. Susan Goh, the Defense Department, says that they did not have any verifiable information to substantiate claims that any programs regarding the possession or reverse engineering of extraterrestrial materials have existed in the past or exist currently so
1: the same old line they've been feeding everyone since the 50s right but grosh they're saying he's like Mm -hmm. a whistleblower yeah like he's coming out and he is just letting out the secrets for the most part because some stuff he was like i can't talk about it
0: yeah yeah he was or he said he would talk about it like in a private yes like safe situation yeah
1: not in so. public he's not going to talk about people that have been <laughs> killed because of their knowledge about ufos yeah
0: because yeah. this was like a big public congress hearing but his um he has this one quote that i'll start with i guess and he said that this is word for word but he said my testimony is based on information i have been given by individuals with a long-standing track record of legitimacy and service to this country many of whom also shared compelling evidence in the form of photography, official documentation, and classified oral testimony. And he added that the trove of evidence has been intentionally kept secret from Congress. So this is nothing he's actually... This is almost like a secondhand account. Right. But these are people he trusts, and he has a pretty solid reputation. Right.
1: And I did see that he, like four decades... Of interviews of people that he's done personally that had first-hand knowledge of things. That he basically, you know, said that after all of the people that he's spoken to and everything that he has seen that they've produced, there's no way that he can say that these things don't exist.
0: Yeah. So he said that he was denied access to some of the government's UFO programs, but that they do have UAPs in their possession, and he is aware of their exact locations at this time.
1: They're in the skiffs. The skiffs? Yeah. They're in the skiffs. The skiffs. This was like one of the things that stuck out to me, that I thought was crazy. So the skiffs, sensitive compartmental information facilities. Oh SCIFs. yeah. Skiffs. So these are places in our government buildings, and they don't tell you which government buildings or how many of them there are, but they are super high levels of clearance. There's no Wi-Fi, no Bluetooth, no phones allowed, no computers allowed. There are like these blackout zones that exist within certain government facilities.
0: That's interesting because there were some questions that uh, he avoided and said that he would answer them and elaborate on everything, but only if it happened in a skiff.
1: Yes, that's why.
0: And some of the specific questions that he was asked when he deferred to the skiff is when they asked him if the government has had any contact with aliens. And whether anyone had been murdered to cover up information about aliens.
1: So he was basically saying, I'll talk to you in a safe place where nothing I say can be reiterated. There's no way for you to do it. Because that's what these areas are specifically set up for. Yeah. So that there's no communication that can come in or out. Just the fact that they have those is interesting too. Isn't it? Yep. And it kind of made me think, like, we always talk about Area 51 and like, oh, that's where the aliens are you know the the president gets the book right that's got all the information in it from area 51
0: if they get the book that would have come out by now
1: i know it would have somebody would mm-hmm. have found that in yep, a bathroom of, with a bunch all... of other papers really yeah. <laughs> they did or on ebay <laughs> yeah
0: they sold it to saudi arabia
1: <laughs> right mm-hmm. um so i think it's just crazy that you know there's so much that we don't know you know who would have thought that there was these areas that existed that are like this where you know there's no way of knowing who can even utilize them because they won't tell you like what level of security you need to have to be able to use a skiff or who's allowed to to be in them at any given time
0: yeah probably Um, depends on the situation too
1: yeah or like where they're even located like their actual you know locations are hidden from everyone the
0: parable studio is a skiff
1: it is It is a sensitive compartmental information facility. (laughs) I love that. Yeah.
0: That's my new favorite thing now.
1: Right? I know. We need to talk about it in a skiff. Yeah. (laughs) I'll get there in a skiffy. (laughs) To the skiff. So that was, um, yeah, that was definitely one of those things that stuck out to me when I read that. And then if you go on Wikipedia, there is, like, the whole explanation of what the SIF is. Like, it talks about how, you know, you, in order for it to qualify, it has to have, like, none of these things in it. Like, no cell phone signal, no nothing. So it's like a dead zone. Hmm. Is it possible that there's an alien there? I know of
0: a couple places that might be skiffs then. Ooh. Just because of the dead zones, though. Yeah, well. Yeah. Our towns. They are, could be. Yes. Yeah. They could be <laughs> if they streets wanted to. Certain in our towns. <laughs> yeah, certain places. So,
1: so he goes and he mm-hmm. says this and he starts his testimony.
0: Mm-hmm. And he also said that the U.S. has non human biological matter that came from the pilots of crashed or recovered UAPs. He was told by people with direct knowledge currently working in the UAP program. He said he has not personally seen any alien bodies or vehicles, but but these are. His accounts from over 40 witnesses he interviewed while on the UAP task force. And he offered to disclose more details behind a skiff. So and he was also, he, he made mention that he was a target, him and several of his colleagues were yep. targets of what he referred to as administrative terrorism and feared for his life several times.
1: Yes. And that's, I think, why he came out under this whistleblower protection. So that you know, because I did see that it was personally and professionally that he had had issues with that. Yeah, people were like coming and threatening, like his family, not just him.
0: I wonder if he had like Men in Black visits?
1: <gasps> Could you imagine? Oh, Mothman's involved too. Dude showing up in black suits and skin suits, and you know, their bodies don't really fit in their skins. Strangely, old cars that are brand new. Yeah, I don't know. I, I that's crazy to think about. Right. Every, like, conspiracy theorist in the world is probably, like, mind-blown right now. Because, mm-hmm. you know, you have all these ideas about what's out there, but very rarely does anybody ever actually, like, put their money where their mouth is and say, this is what's happening.
0: To Congress.
1: Yeah. So he hasn't seen these things himself, but he, he says that we have, as a government, we have firsthand knowledge. Yes. So not only has something crashed that we have recovered...
0: That's what he seems to imply when he but says that. But we've
1: also mm-hmm. recovered the bodies that were in it.
0: Or parts of, or something. It's very vague, because he said non-human biological matter. And I know you showed me a video before from... Dr. Tyson. Dr. Tyson. Yeah, Tyson. Explaining that non-human biological matter could be literally anything that's not a human. And right. technically that's true. Yep. But he does specifically say... That it came from the pilots of crashed or recovered UFOs, UFOs or UAPs. Which
1: leads you to believe it's alien aliens, stuff. not like fungus or rocks mm-hmm. or, you know.
0: Yeah, I mean, technically it could be like an alien, but it's got to be something intelligent enough to develop interstellar stellar space travel. Right. So something pretty smart. Way ahead of where we're Way at. Way ahead of us.
1: <clears throat> And whenever I start to hear about stuff like this actually happening and like things being true, it always like brings me back to like the conspiracy theories where people still think that like the, the international space station is not real. I don't know if you've seen all this stuff lately that's come out too about how the videos are being faked by NASA, (laughs) that there's like certain videos where they're seeing like strings on the astronauts and like things that, like, gravity comes back for a second when it shouldn't, like, all these, like, weird, glitchy things. It's almost like propaganda is being put out there so that it's trying to discredit some of this stuff. You're not buying it. No.
0: (laughs) I mean, these are probably the same people that think the Earth is flat.
1: So all of these accounts that are being related back to Congress... Are not, like, specific, like, there was a crash here, there's a crash there. There's just, like, yeah, very not, general things being said.
0: Not to Congress, but he promised to elaborate at the good old skiff.
1: Yeah, but who is he going to elaborate to? That's a good question. Maybe yeah. the, the
0: Congress members that were...
1: I don't know. How do you get that lottery ticket? I know. Does everybody just, like, put their name in a bowl and, like, you know...
0: I put my name in that bowl for sure.
1: Well, yeah, but it would be scary depending on who they picked. Mm-hmm. Could you imagine some of Congress... <laughs> or asking questions. Get like a,
0: like one. Of, I don't know, though, because if it's like one of the really crazy ones that are off the rails, where they just like blow it all as soon as they left the skiff? I don't They know. start tweeting about it or xing about it.
1: Right? They just show up in like yeah. an E.T. shirt. <laughs> like an elf yeah. doll. So excited for the possibilities of what they're going to hear at the skiff. Maybe.
0: <laughs> that would be cool if it was like the aliens were like elf.
1: Right? Yeah. They ate cats. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. And they were furry and cute.
0: Yeah. And yeah. None right, of the right, accounts look like that, though.
1: No. None of the accounts look like that. They're always like these weird, lanky, hairless, big-headed, big-eyed, yeah. weird-looking mm-hmm. things.
0: Well, one of the other people that testified was a former Navy pilot. His name is Ryan Graves. So he and the other witness here... Had firsthand accounts on like David Rush, um, even though he was pretty involved in everything. But these two had direct experiences. He said that he witnessed a UAP during his time in the Navy in 2014. He was flying an F 18 out near Virginia Beach and he came across an aircraft that looked like a dark gray or black cube inside of a clear spear. So it's kind of a Odd-looking thing, if you think about how he described it. He said it was between 5 and 15 feet in diameter, and unlike anything he had ever seen before, he said the UAP was able to stay perfectly stationary despite there being hurricane-force winds at the time.
1: And that's what a lot of other people have described when they talk about things that they've Mm -hmm. seen, that they just kind of float, Mm -hmm. hang in the air.
0: Like the elements don't affect it whatsoever. He said uh, he and his team ended up reporting the incident at the time, but never received any kind of response. And also that UAP settings like that were not uncommon in that specific area. So Virginia Beach is a hotbed for UAP activity. Uh, Graves has since went on to found the Americans for Safe Aerospace Foundation. Or a corporation, I don't know. Uh, it's a group... That supports aviators who have reported uaps uh, he said the reports of these objects describe them as performing maneuver maneuvers that are unexplainable due to our current understanding of our technology and our capabilities as a country
1: and only like 10 percent of all the sightings even get reported yeah yeah
0: he said he estimated less than five percent
1: yeah which is because people are afraid yeah so you know it's good that he came out and he talked about what he saw because it does seem like a lot of the first-hand accounts come from either military people or come from commercial pilots. There's a lot of reports yeah. by commercial pilots. Which makes sense. I me. Mean, like weird things that they see. They're the ones that are up there all the time, right. right? I think with this information, it's going to be harder and harder to say it's things like weather balloons and drones and, you know... All those kinds of other things. Yeah. I mean, there's a ton. Like, if you go online right now, you'll find a ton, a ton of videos of sightings. Yeah. But Photoshop is really good. I mean, I think you have to kind of look at all of those. like
0: Yeah, special effects, things like yep, that. Yeah,
1: they could easily be faked. Easily faked. But when you have somebody who's got a long, you know, serious career that's willing to come and say this is what he saw, and there's no explanation for it. And it's obviously not our technology, because if it was, it would probably be classified. He couldn't talk about it.
0: Yeah. Someone would have someone answered his yeah. report and been like, shut up. Shut up. Yeah. <laughs> take you to you a skip. You didn't skiff. see anything. Yeah. Wink, wink. <laughs> mm-hmm. It was a weather balloon.
1: Exactly.
0: Uh, but yeah, it's funny you mentioned the videos, because there is one that's on YouTube right now. From retired Navy Commander David Fravor, who also testified... To Congress that day. He had an encounter with a UAP in 2004 and they captured all of it on video. And it was finally just released to the public. Have you seen it? I didn't watch it yet, actually. I meant to go back and then I forgot because I was reading about this. Maybe we'll have it.
1: to put it up when we put up the episode.
0: Yeah. So he witnessed the UAP with three other service members and he described the object as a white tic tac shape. With no rotors or visible flight control surfaces like wings. So, think about like a tic-tac. It's kind of like a spear.
1: Yeah, or like a cigar shape, which yeah. is also very common.
0: Which kind of sounds like Graves's description of his UAP. It was In- like a cylinder yep. said, or a spear. Yep. So, he said they tried getting closer to the object. Because if you see a UAP, wouldn't you? Go, I would.
1: Yeah. You'd yeah. want to do a flyby. Yeah, why not? Wave.
0: So as they got closer to it, it accelerated and disappeared right in front of them, leaving no detectable turbulence traces. Just gone. He said the technology was incredible, and a report was made again in this case, but no one followed up for years, and even then, when they finally did, nothing was really done about it or said about it.
1: You know, you wonder how many reports are just, like, sitting somewhere that... Have never been followed up on. But then again, like, how do you follow up on it? I guess the only thing you could do is try to debunk it, right? Yeah. Look at, like, radar from the area and make sure there was no, like, solar flare anomalies or some crazy thing that could have happened.
0: Unless they know what it was. Unless they do And know. they don't want to tell them. Right. Yeah. So then what's, what's the better option? Is it <laughs> not responding at all like they are or is it responding and trying to intimidate them into silence? It's
1: like they go to the skiff and they tell, you know, Alien, Joe hey stop you got to tell your guys
0: stop stop flying in front of our fighter pilots
1: stop going to virginia beach we know it's pretty there yeah (laughs) find a new location or at
0: least wait till the off season
1: (laughs) yeah for some reason like las vegas too has had a ton of sightings recently all kinds of crazy sightings yeah area
0: 51
1: i don't know this is like big news but it's not, I guess. I know, no
0: one's... It's like, why isn't anyone talking about this? UFOs are real. So Congress did this, finally, recently, because they argued that UAPs are a matter of national security. And all three witnesses that testified would like to see a safe and transparent centralized reporting system for UAPs. Because, like we said earlier, less than 5% are actually... right. Reported,
1: And this was, like, the first time the government had really said anything or did anything since, I think they said, like, 60 years. Mm-hmm. Like, there's been information that's come out, you know, yeah, especially like from, like, Freedom of Information Acts mm-hmm. and things like that.
0: It's interesting. It's, like, slowly trickling out. I'm like, mm-hmm. are they trying to prepare people for something?
1: Well, do you remember we've talked about, like, when we've touched on aliens and UFOs and, you know, UAPs now, this aerial anomalous phenomenon Phenomenon. Phenomenon. it's interesting to see if they're really kind of just trying to trickle it out or what's going to happen because there was like a whole big thing that they didn't tell they were keeping everything secret because they thought people would freak out so it's almost like are they trying to gauge the public's temperature with this stuff
0: i feel like the public would just believe whatever they wanted to believe There'd be like a group of people that are like, aliens still aren't real. Jesus said so.
1: Well, that's true. But the scientific (laughs) side of it says, like, we have these telescopes now that can see other galaxies. Yep. For the first time ever in, like, you know, the history of our mankind, we're able to see all of these separate galaxies. And. It's naive of us to think that we in our galaxy would be the only one that would be able to figure out how to create life.
0: Yeah. I, th- I always thought it's. They're, people are insane if they don't think aliens are real. Like yeah. They're there somewhere. It's just a matter of are they actually like flying around our skies, like abducting farmers and mutilating yeah.
1: cows? I mean, I don't think that stuff's happening because if they're that advanced, what do they want with us? I mean, that's like doing experiments on mice.
0: Maybe that's what they're doing.
1: Maybe, but. <laughs> I just feel like, if anything, it might be like observation. And I
0: always wonder, too, like the one testimony that said that we've recovered non-human biologics from a crashed UFO. If they're that advanced to come up with the technology to travel interstellar space travel and they crash when they get here.
1: Yeah, that's weird, too.
0: They made it all this way. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh, pff, forgot everything we're doing. It's crashing New Mexico.
1: Well, I mean, I guess you could still have a malfunction, right? Maybe. I mean, we build fighter jets that are millions and millions of dollars, and sometimes they still crash. You know, pilot error. I don't know. It's
0: impossible to know unless we talk to an alien in a skiff.
1: But if you think about it, too, right? I mean, there hasn't been that many reported crashes, and they've been coming here at least forever from what we know. Because if you think about even ancient times... There's theories that they were here when the Egyptians were alive. Ancient aliens. Yes. Yeah. And that some of the things and the technology that they had then, like, could not have existed mm-hmm. without some kind of external force bringing them information. So, I mean, you know, the chances that they, they are here all the time, and you have one crash, two crashes in 20 years, kind of makes more sense then. Yeah, I guess so. They're not crashing every day.
0: <laughs> we don't know the numbers. How would we? <laughs> right? It could be a billion. It could be nothing.
1: It could be. But I almost feel like they did this just to, like, see if people were going to freak out or not.
0: I mean, we could be, like, a tourist attraction to them. Yeah. They could have, like, their cloaked weird UAPs and they could just do flybys all the time. And we not even know it. <laughs> like, look at the dumb little humans. Like,
1: <laughs> <laughs> Or, like, when something happens in our world, like the fires or, you know, like, I wonder if, like, they come check shit out, like... Yeah. Let's see. Let's put one out. Yeah, like let's like what's going to happen over there? How is this going to affect things? Yeah,
0: are they going to blow know. themselves up? Maybe that's what they're waiting for.
1: I mean, I want to believe in that, especially because I'm I'm more scientific minded than I am religious minded, and it's easier for me to buy into the theory that life was created from this big bang and you know multiplied from there on out rather than like some inner, you know heavenly being coming down and just being like, poof.
0: Yeah, it was totally aliens. Poof.
1: You know? Oh, I'm going to make a human. I'm going to make a horse. I'm going to make a tree. You know? Like, (laughs) that to me, it seems so far-fetched. I don't know how people believe that.
0: I don't know. They still do, though. Isn't that crazy? I know. I know (laughs) they
1: do. (laughs) But it is crazy. Mm -hmm. It's like, oh, yes, I'm going to make 17 million different insects.
0: (laughs) My favorite thing is that it seems so crazy, but... If you say anything else, like if you talk about aliens to them, or if you just question anything they do,
1: they act like you're the crazy one. I know. Uh, Well, I mean, I can't talk to people who still don't believe in dinosaurs. I mean, (laughs) that's like, here's the bones.
0: (laughs) Satan's work.
1: (laughs) That's what they think. They think like you just found a bunch of bones and put them together to make a skeleton look like that. It's crazy. Yeah. I don't understand it at all. And I feel like that's why we're not ready as a society to meet the aliens for real. I'm ready. (laughs) Come on. Well, you and I might be ready, but there's plenty Mm -hmm. of people out there that it's like, you know, you have that one family member that you're just like embarrassed of. And, you know, like at Thanksgiving dinner, something's going to go awry because they're going to like say something crazy or do something embarrassing. I feel that way about a lot of Americans.
0: <laughs> they're going to come to, to dinner with, with their red hat and their, yes. their giant map yep. that they say is to scale because exactly. it's a flat exactly. piece of paper.
1: And yes, they're going to be like, hello, Mr. Alien, please explain to me how the earth is not flat. Because <laughs> I really believe that it is. Mm-hmm.
0: And also, how did Jesus make you? <laughs>
1: oh, man. Yeah, we're not ready. You As know, a society, need, we're not.
0: They need some tough love, though. I think we just need to rip that Band-Aid off <laughs> and introduce them to the Grays or the Greens or whatever they are.
1: Yeah. Just be like, this is really the truth. The truth is out there. It is. UFOs are real. That's UFOs are real.
0: Oh, pair we all out? Yeah, I forgot. Okay email us at pairbiblepodcast at gmail.com if you or anyone you know has seen an alien or even a skiff I want to know I want to go to a skiff maybe it not maybe not actually
1: <laughs> you might not come back I'll get
0: waterboarded you'll never see me again <laughs>